Hello, and welcome to Asian Pacific Voices Radio, where you'll find stimulating conversations that explore diverse topics and stories impacting our communities. I'm your host, Rasha Goel. And today on our show, we have the pleasure of having a true cultural bridge builder and dynamic MC known as MC Maru. With his trilingual prowess, uncanny charm, and passion for inclusivity, he has become a beacon of unity, connecting diverse communities through the power of language and entertainment. Truly a gifted individual. Welcome to our show, MC Maru. How are you? Thanks for being here on Asian Pacific Voices Radio. Hi, thank you, Russia. Thank you so much. It's my honor to be on this show, to be on this like Asian Pacific Voices Radio. So I'm more than blessed and excited to be on this show with you. Wow. You have a very unique name. So tell me, Maru, uh, what does it mean? Okay, Maru is a pure Korean name, which means the top of the mountain. Like mi abuelo, like my grandfather gave me that name. Yes, you know, wanting to me to be on the top of the mountain. So, yeah, so that is my very unique, you know, Korean name. Maru. And so do you feel like you're standing on top of that mountain right now with all the different things that you're doing and bringing to the world? I'm trying to be on top of the mountain, like, you know, on a daily basis with the best that I can get. Uh, yeah, so I'm not sure I'm living up to <laughs> my name, but yeah, I'm trying on a da daily basis with the talent that I got. Well, I'm going to say you are, and I have to talk to you about your language ability. You speak three different languages. You're fluent in Korean, English, and Spanish. We heard you uh, mentioning your abuelo earlier. So it's quite impressive to be able to integrate all three languages. When did you develop this ability? And now, were you born here or outside of the U.S.? No, I was not born here in the States. I was born in Korea. I was born and grew up there you know, for 20 years. So I came to the U.S. for the first time at the age of 20. Wow. So for me, like uh, Korean is my heart language and English and Spanish are functional languages that I acquired as an adult. So like uh, as soon as I got here, I started working as a server and a food attendant at a, in a Korean restaurant and Chinese restaurant. Um, and a liquor store in i got to you know i got to meet many latino friends and there you know i started picking up their cultures and their languages so i learned like english and like spanish here in the states and and i fell in love with the language of spanish so i got to like study latin american studies at ucla and I studied in Mexico after that, and I, you know, worked in Guatemala. I traveled all the Central, you know, South American countries, you know, to get to know them better. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, that's, you know, my story. That is so intriguing to me, especially to come over to the U.S. after 20 and then pick up on this third language. Well, basically, you're learning two languages at the same time, which also can be challenging. I want to talk to you about how you decided to make this transition into emceeing because first of all, hold on, I'm going to go back. You came here when you were 20. I can imagine there were so many challenges coming to this new country, first of all, and adjusting. And you, you went into serving into the food industry. So talk to me about how you made that transition from being in the food industry to becoming an emcee. When I was in Korea, like, you know, and I lived there for 20 years, I it was very like you, uh, 
uh, uniform in a country and culture. So I couldn't see, I didn't have to do anything as a like cultural, like, you know, a uh, cultural breacher, you know, or break, uh, barrier, you know, breaker or something, because there was no differences. Everybody looked the same. Everybody did the same thing, the same thing. But since I got here and I had to, uh, to work my role as a translator for my parents, <clears throat> as many like, you know, immigrant, uh, kids do. So I studied as a like translator and I studied like without me knowing that without knowing that I studied work, my uh, role as a translator in a cultural breacher and the barrier breaker. And then uh, I got many chances to be on the stage, you know, from, from the get go, since I was a little kid, I was a uh, clown of the class, like, you know, class clown, you know, <laughs> entertaining people, entertaining my, you know, friends, classmates, and the students and the teachers. And that is my personality. So my, I, I stuck, you know, with my uh, personality even, you know, after I got here into the States. So I got many uh, chances to be on the stage as an MC, and I started to developing, you know, my cultural sensitivity and stage skills and people's skills and whatnot. And then, you know, it was over like 10 years, you know, I'm doing this and as an, as an MC, multicultural, multi-ethnic, you know, event, conference, corporate, you know, MC. So yeah, still, even this day, I'm growing as a person, as an MC. I'm still picking up many different stuff, you know, from many different, you know, people. So yeah, that is what I like about, you know, what I'm doing as an MC. So I can meet in you know, a lot of people different, you know, from background, different backgrounds. And I can, there are many different, you know, opportunities out there to like pick up something new and learn, you know, on a daily basis. That's what I like about it. But Maru, how did you get into it? So, I mean, I understand you've done over 600 plus appearances that you're going to talk about and the impact that's had, but how did you get into it? And how do you find your gigs? At first, you know, I started, started emceeing uh, weddings for my, you know, friends. <laughs> you know, they, you know, asking for an MC and they couldn't find a right one. So they asked me, Maru, can you do MC for my wedding? I said, yes, why not? You know, I love being on the stage. I love people. Why not? And you pay me, right? So there was no reason why they, I, you know, turned out, you know, turned down those, uh, like offers. So I studied emceeing weddings for my friends and then in a mouth to mouth, mouth to mouth, you know, I got recognized and I got, uh, you know, appreciated. So like over time, um, time flied and <laughs> so far I've been doing more, uh, more than 600 events so far in a small and big, in a Korean, non-Korean, Latino, in Hispanic, uh, yeah, many different you know type of events I'm doing as an MC. Is there one memorable experience that you can share with us, especially out of these 600 plus appearances that you've made? Okay, like uh, to be honest, like each event at each stage is very memorable and very special to me, but. Uh, as a person, as an MC, uh, mm, well, every time I get like true recognition, you know, from people who invited me, okay, I feel alive and I feel thankful and grateful. So those like special recognition make me feel like, oh, oh, what I'm doing is really important. What I'm doing is really meaningful. Uh, 
for example, lately, uh, you know, for last week, there was a lot of you know, cultural events in Los Angeles. You know, there was a, like, you know, Korean, uh, you know, f- a festival and there was a World Korean Business Convention and Asian Pacific. You know, festival in Garden Grove, Orange County. There are there are many like multiple events you know taking place at the in the same time, and so because you know because of physical limitations, I couldn't attend you know all the events. So I was you know I you know miss some events, and this is the message. This is the like direct message that I got you know one of my you know from one of my fans, Maru. I was so disappointed that you weren't the host at this year's Korean festival. You are the best host I've, I've ever seen in my entire life. And reality, you are actually an artist yourself, not just someone who introduces artists. Mm, and there are many like other recognitions as well. So like those true recognitions make me feel like, mm, okay, I, you know, I should do it right. You know, I, sh- I should keep doing this. So, and and there was one more girl who like sent me a message saying that I became my I became her role model. Uh, so it's like my encounter with her with them, you know, was like very short, brief on the stage, like you know, for five minutes or ten minutes. Of course, there are many interactions, you know, before and after uh, the stage, you know, appearance. Uh, but through those like you know small moments, like you know, they call me their role models. They call me the best MC in their entire lives. So those small moments like have been accumulated in you know, over time. And, you know, I imagine that, you know, you, you know, get that kind of those kind of recognitions over, you know, 600 like times, then yes. Wow. Yeah, I don't know how to finalize my answer, but <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Well, it seems like you know it's got a double impact. So not only are you leaving an impact on these people who are watching you, but they they're leaving an impact on you by sharing these beautiful messages. I also understand that your emceeing philosophy is no one left out. Can you elaborate a little bit more on this philosophy and um, maybe share an incident or an instance where that this made a noticeable difference in an event that you hosted? Yeah, okay. Thank you so much for mentioning my number one philosophy, Russia. Yeah, that is my, when I do MC an event, no one, you know, left out is my, uh, my number one philosophy because it comes from my, like, personal experience being, uh, uh, being, being bullied, you know, back in, in a high school and middle school in Korea. So I, in those, because of those, like, experiences, like, you know, when I do an event at the event, I scan the audience with my eyes like this from left to right. Okay, I do many multicultural events, you know, multi-ethnic events. So there are diverse people, old and young, men and women. I don't know what's happening in their minds, in, in, in their own, on their like everyday lives. So I scan them. I know what it is like to be left out. I, I know what it is, you know, to be uh, the the like only Korean in an event, you know, surrounded by like 300, 500 Latinos. I know, you know, <laughs> the kind of feeling. So as an MC, I scan the audience and try to include them. You know, I try to embrace them, you know, to the event. For example, if, you know, there is one in a Vietnamese speaker, if I, if I find one like Vietnamese, you know, I add, 
like my greetings in Vietnamese, you know, things like a very small thing. There is, there is no like, wow, wow, there is no amazing strategy or something like that. I try to approach as, you know, with my humanity as a person. You know, it's not a matter of, you know, the skill. It's not a matter of language skill, sensitivity or whatnot. You know, just being, having a good heart, you know, tener un buen corazón, you know, being a good person on the stage and trying to invite them and, and providing this hospitality on the stage. Uh, because I believe in the power of stage. I believe in the power of microphone. So when I say, when I speak, and this power, you know, of course, we are having a, just like this regular conversation. You know, I have a conversation with Russia. Okay, it means a lot. But when you're on the stage, when you speak with a microphone, like the power doubles, it, it multiplies. So it goes straight into the heart of the, uh, the listener or the guest. So taking advantage of the power, you know, of the stage and the microphone, I try to invite them, embrace them, and, and encourage them, you know, because you never know what's, what's happening in their minds, right, in, the, in their lives. So use, taking advantage of those, you know, just weapons that I have, I try to, like, you know, provide hospi hospitality as much as I can do. And I would say, Maru, that's a gift to have. I mean, not Everybody's able to tap into that always. So I, I find that to be a beautiful gift. Now, you've also been involved in promoting K-pop, K-movie, and K-food. So how do you see these cultural elements fostering understanding between different communities? Okay, I love, <laughs> I just get carried away by anything, you know, to do with, you know, K's, <laughs> yeah, K-food, K-pop you know, K dramas and whatnot. And even my last name starts with K because I'm Kim. Uh, <laughs> so it's like, you know, every time I run into those, like when I see this, you know, like Korean waves, you know, Hallyu, you know, and this amazing, amazing, you know, waves of like Korean culture, you know, here in the States and all over the world, I feel first, I feel proud. And, and like it always reminds me of my root, you know, my you know my, as a Korean. So it's like, you know, every like in a race or every you know just a community has something, you know, something to put on the table, right? And in that sense, I like, you know, oh, I'm very happy that I can put something on the table, something like very popular. I mean, that's a great way to contribute. Because you're you're part of that that culture that but that also makes me think, Maru. Um, do when you start when you bust out in Spanish, <laughs> do people kind of look at you like, wait, what? How does he know Spanish so fluently? Do you ever get uh, different reactions around that? See, of course, and they most of them say like, wow, what the ah, uh, things like that, and I love those sort of responses, those reactions, and. And that is in you know, my like identity, you know, after living here in the like States for a long time, you know, with this like, uh, with this three cultural and three linguistic, you know, environment uh, that has become my lethal weapon, right? As an MC, as an entertainer. So it's like, uh, that makes me incomparable. That makes me like, 
advantage, like a comparative advantage as an entertainer. So I love being me. I love being tricultural. And, and for example, you know, during this interview, I'm wearing this in a Se Abla Espanol t-shirt, right? So I chose this t-shirt this morning. You know, I, of course, I thought, okay, what should I wear? What should I wear? And I chose this black Se Abla Espanol. I speak Spanish or Spanish, Spanish is spoken in a t-shirt you know, to bring attention, right? For example, okay, uh, and if I go to a supermarket, you know, and one night if I go outside, you know, like uh, many Latinos, you know, who know Spanish, kind of stop me and say, wow, hablas español, right? That is, you know, that becomes a trigger in a conversation, relationship, encounter trigger, okay? That makes them to come to me and speak. Okay, so I'm wearing this for them so that they can come to me so that they can, so that we can, you know, start our conversation. Okay, and that is where our relationship begins, which I very cherish. So, yeah, and it's also my, like, you know, branding as a, like, you know, tricultural, you know, trilingual MC. So, like, in me by now, you know, after, like, so my identity is, like, combination of, like, you know, being Korean, you know, American and Latino. Yeah, so I love my identity. So like, you know, without me knowing, I just like, I find myself speaking like Korean, Spanish and English or Spanglish is in Konglish or whatever at the same time. So I love that. And, and me doing that, I think causes many you know, like the joys and laughter, you know, on the stage. And I've experienced that so many times. It's been tested. So, you know, what's not to love? Well, why don't, why don't you, before I ask you my next question, why don't you throw out a quick line in the three languages for us? Just anything you want to say. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, ay. Hola. Mucho gusto. Mis, enough. My fans on Asian Pacific Voices Radio, me alegro mucho, es mi honor y gran bendición y gran placer, placer grandoto de estar aquí con ustedes. It's my great pleasure to be here on this Asian Pacific Voices Radio. To be honest, um, you know, I thought a lot about like, you know, being on this show because, you know, I just did, you know, what I've been doing. I've been doing what I've been doing, right? You know, but... What can I say? What can I share? You know, this show, you know, with this in this in a precious time. But I took courage, and uh, I'm just I'm just sharing. Just compartiendo who am I? You know, with you and me being me, I think can be a great story and great motivation to some people. See, sí, por eso, I'm very more than excited and happy to be on this show. Uh, you got to end yeah, it in Korean, you. though. You <laughs> didn't say anything in Korean. Ah, <laughs> Korean, my Korean, my mother tongue, my very, like, my idioma de, del corazón, my heart language. Ah, justmida, kamsamida, chega MC, rosa. 10년 넘게 LA에서 LA를 넘어서 또 미주 전역에서 중남미에서 활동하고 있는데 음, 음 제가 하는 것들이 아주 작은 발걸음일지라도 누군가에게 에, 위로가 되고 격려가 되고 나도 
그런 롤모델이 되고 싶다. 나도 저런 사람이 되고 싶다라는 그런 발자취를 남길 수 있다는 것에 큰 감사함을 느끼고 앞으로 이런 활동들을 통해서 좀더큰 영향력으로 선한 영향력으로 나누 더 많은 것들을 나눌 수 있도록 하겠습니다. <laughs> Now, did you say, did you just cut it for people we had talked about, or did you add something new in there? Okay, like I, yeah, I add, add many things, many new things, okay, in different languages. Uh, yeah, so I love what I'm doing as an MC in Azure. I want to ask you a little bit about embracing. And kind of bringing together the Korean American communities and Latino communities, because what you're doing is something really truly unique. So, could you share maybe some strategies that you've employed to create this sense of unity among both of these different cultural groups? Okay, first of all, like as I told you before, the most lo más importante es the most important thing is to have a good heart, and first you have to listen and observe you know more. First, to collect as much information as you can get, and as a person, as an MC, you know, to understand. It's like you know, understanding the other cultures. Like you putting yourself in, you know, other people's shoes, right? So instead of talking, instead of speaking more, you have to, you know, keep your mouth shut, and you know, keep your eyes wide open and listen and observe to collect as much information. You have to have this knowledge to understand, to love, you know, you know. Like one another, so like love, you know, without knowledge is like it's like a, it could be a disaster, right? So I, wherever I go, whatever I do, when I every time I encounter like people from my different background, I try to listen first so that I can know about him or her better, and for me to like know, and I have to listen first, right? Listen to their stories, okay, and then like. You are doing to me, Russia. Like you ask me questions, you are helping me to like to tell my stories from the heart, right? So I listen, I, I collect information, and then I try to put those like in you know, a knowledge into practice. Okay, I try to encourage them, and and okay, based on this like knowledge, you know, formed by. And uh, in a collective information, collective information and knowledge. So that's what I'm trying to do. And you have to do it as an MC on the stage. You have to do it very spontaneously, right? Of course, you know that on a daily, you know, in everyday life, in a restaurant, private conversation over lunch. You know, we can encourage each other three hours, four hours. You know, we can do this, we can do that. You know, but on the stage, most of the time, everything goes so quick and quick and quick. Dale, dale, dale. So like. Is to not to make any mistakes. You should have more. You should be more prepared with more information and knowledge. So, okay, in many people's eyes, it might look like an you know improvisation or something like you know funny or something. Wow, but in many cases, the uh, the many cases, the truth is there are many. There is an understanding, abundant, like under deep understanding. You know, based on the abundant, like uh, uh, you know, observation and knowledge, and yep, I love that. And you know, what I was thinking too about as you were speaking was, are you so? Do you do mostly Asian American events, or you also do events in the Latino community, or is it balanced out, or just 
all types of events across the board. Okay, all types of you know cross-cultural events. Uh, I'm expanding my territories, and I'm I'm maximizing my trilingual, you know, ability. So I'm doing many you know, like in you know, quinceanera, like 15 year old or like a party for Latino girls, and there are many like inter cross-cultural events like happening more and more every time for example weddings you know when i first started writing 10 years ago most of the weddings were just weddings between korean korean now i'm doing many like my mc look weddings between a korean bride and the like you know mexican groom okay vice versa and i once did the like uh between um, marriage between a mongolian and korean in a korean and you know japanese you know vietnamese in korean latino and korean vice versa and my for my you know, for my corporate events there are many 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 different latino uh you know employees you know with you know korean you know co-workers and whatnot so i'm trying to expand my territory so that i can be a uh, barrier like i can break my barriers like no matter what so that's why I love California. You know, I'm surrounded <laughs> by wherever I go, wherever I go. And I went to the like World Korean in a business convention last week in Orange County. Also, I went to also emptied the, the Asian Pacific, you know, festival in Garden Grove last week. Mm. Wow. You know, there is a Vietnamese, Korean, Latinos, you know, African-American, you know, white. They were not. So I'm trying to you know, cater to all the needs. <laughs> it, it's a great thing to be able to do and you're in the perfect place to do that and i do want to mention that you are also the ceo of maru on the stage entertainment so i know we've got lots of other probably exciting things lined up for you uh maru can you tell our guests as we wrap up here where can they find you on social media Okay, you can find me on the Instagram at Maru on the stage. Maru is my name and on the stage, Maru on the stage. You can follow me. I can follow all the up-to-date events and information on my Instagram. So don't forget to follow me on my Instagram. Well, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure having you here on the show. Uh, we could have kept going on and on, but we are out of time. So thank you once again, Maru, MC Maru, for joining us. And for all of our listeners and viewers, we'd also love to hear from you. So if you have any suggestions on topics or any particular questions that you would like to ask, make sure you reach out. And don't forget to subscribe to your favorite podcast platform, as well as follow us on Facebook, X, Instagram, and YouTube. Asian Pacific Voices Radio is produced by Asian Culture and Media Alliance, a nonprofit that empowers our Asian and Pacific Islander communities with a voice through media arts. And if you'd like to support our program, please do visit us at AsianPacificVoicesRadio.com. I'm Rasha Goel, and once again, thank you all for joining us for another episode of Asian Pacific Voices Radio. I hope you will tune in to me again next week for another thought-provoking and dynamic conversation. Till then, take care and have a wonderful week.